I'll run that timer up here as well. All the teachers Call the meeting to order. <laughs> Mrs. Troublefield, would you please call the roll? Mr. Barley? Here. Mr. Collins? Here. Mr. Prince? Here. Dr. Hattier? Here. Mr. Douglas Hudson? Mr. James Hudson? Here. Mr. Layfield? Here. Mr. Peden? Here. Dr. Statler? Here. Mrs. Wright? Here. This is a regular board meeting. We do have a quorum. We need a motion to approve the agenda for this evening's meeting. So moved. Second. Is there a second motion made and seconded? Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Would everyone please rise for the presentation of colors? May be seated. Item 1.05 on this evening's agenda is for student government, Sussex Central High School. Thank you for having me. Um, once again, I'm Natalie Atkinson, the Executive Student Council President at Sussex Central High School. Um, since the last time I've been here, Sussex Central has had quite an uplift in the sports department. I'd love to recognize and congratulate the Sussex Central wrestling team uh, for their win against Smyrna High School, claiming the state championship title. We also had two of our students, um, Blake Chambers and Rashad Stratton, win the individual state championship for their weight class. Congratulations, guys. For Phil Schulte, the Sussex Central wrestling coach, this is his 434th win as a high school coach. However, he is retiring this year, but what a way to go out with a bang. Uh, we wish him the best in his retirement, and we thank him for his dedication to the wrestling team. Um, 
Um, this past week on Friday and Saturday, oh yes, the Sussex Central mock trial team competed in the state championship and brought home the second place title once again. They also brought home second place last year. Um, and we have been the only school from Kent and Sussex County to place this high in the state competition. So congratulations to them. I'm continuing. Last week, from Saturday the 18th to Saturday the 25th, was National FFA Week. Sussex Central's FFA students um, held a public petting zoo in downtown Millsboro, and then at the Harrison House in Georgetown. Both were very successful. Uh, they then held a farmer's appreciation dinner for roughly 75 of our community farmers. Um, the dinner followed with a silent auction of homemade and donated arts, and they raised over $800 for the FFA program. More good news, uh, the BPA, led by our Microsoft engineering teacher, Jeff Pete, uh, had three students qualify for nationals in Orlando, Florida, which will happen in May, so congrats to them. Uh, Mr. Pete also recently held, uh, led his Microsoft engineering class to winning the best concept in the state for a Verizon app challenge. His students uh, created the idea for a social media app for, so, uh, for senior citizens, and the school was awarded $5,000, and each student will receive their own tablet. Congrats to our future engineers. And then lastly, with the referendum right next door, um, Sussex Central is very excited to announce that they have over 270 seniors who are now eligible to vote on Thursday. Um, and I, with the help of a few other seniors, put together a message for the school district's teachers and board members. As a community, it is often that people overlook the necessity of the educational system. Without the dedication of our board members, our teachers, our substitutes, our buildings, our textbooks, the youth of our generation would never have the opportunity to flourish. As the 300 plus students within the 2017 class close their school year, we begin to feel almost a sense of nostalgia, a longing to be 12 again, and a fear of adulthood. However, we also feel a sense of excitement. We are ready to graduate and we are absolutely ready to move on. But there is no doubt between any of us that we will miss our home. We will miss school. The halls, our teachers, our friends, and the bonds that we've made. You have given us the greatest gift a student can receive, and that is a safe and comfortable environment to learn and grow. We extend our greatest thanks to all of your hard work and passion you have dedicated to uplifting our school district. Without all of you, we would never be ready to move on. And it is with gratitude that we, as many seniors, will be voting yes for the referendum because without you, there would be no us. Thank you for your time and have a wonderful night. Thank you very much. need a motion to approve the special meeting minutes of January 18th, the regular meeting minutes of January 31st, and approval of the executive session minutes of January 31st. So, so moved. moved. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Next item on the agenda is uh, special recognition. Mr. Barlow, please join me at the podium.
This evening, uh, we have uh, about four or five groups to recognize. We have a, a rather large audience, and it's always the best part of the program when we get a chance to take a look at the students and the accomplishments that they've uh, made over the past school year, particularly uh, within here of late. Our first group of students that I'm going to uh, recognize this evening are the All-State Chorus from Georgetown Middle. And I would like Alden uh, Partika, James Roy Truitt, Garrett Anderson, Tristan Rio, and Bailey Erskine to please come forward. Our next group is going to be Sussex County Junior Honors Band from Georgetown Middle, uh, Marisa Wilmsley and Madeline McTeer. Slightly, we're now going to do the uh, rustling tune. Uh, Mr. Layfield, if you'd come up. As our student council president, Natalie Atkinson, said, we were very fortunate this year uh, to capture our second uh, state championship for our. Uh, Division I wrestling team, and we're going to honor the team and the coaches here tonight, uh, starting first with our assistant coaches and then our head coach and followed by the wrestlers. So first up is assistant coach Mike Thompson.
Next, we have Assistant Coach Garrett Faulkner. Followed by Assistant Coach Shane Miller. Assistant Coach Connor David. Also Assistant Coach Harry Brumall. And second to last, certainly not least, also retiring this year from coaching after 29 years of service, uh, three-time State Assistant Coach of the Year, Mr. Chip Illiam. Looks like I forgot Bill Baxter. Is Bill Baxter here as well? Assistant coach, volunteer assistant? Come on up, Coach Baxter. I don't know how I can miss you. And last and certainly not least, Delaware's all-time winningest coach with 434 dual-meet victories, ranking him in the top 25 in the nation of all-time winningest coaches, none other than the great Phil Sheltai. Next, and most importantly, our Sussex Central wrestlers. I can get these in order. First, Javon Saffold. Followed by Mr. Cole Parker. Next, Yanni Morales-Perez. I know we have a few absences because our wrestlers have been battling the flu, very gutsy in the past, uh, past few weeks, but here he comes from the back there. Next, Mr. Junior Perez Roblero. Followed by Rashad Stratton. and Javier Perez-Hernandez. Mr. Brand Brandon Greenley. Mr. Dion Perez. Mr. Drew Morris. Not sure if Drew's here. He's been battling an illness. Next, Mr. Johnny Morris. Followed by Cody Lankford.
Also, Mr. Tyler Bunting. Next, Mr. Devin Pearsall. Followed by Mr. Max Tolson. Also, Brandon Batista. Brandon is followed by Mr. Blake Chambers. Next, Mr. Lucas Hudson. Following Mr. Hudson is Junior Cruz. Next, Mr. Michael Wright. I think the next couple may not be here. Luis Perez Velasquez. They are, they arrived late. Oh, okay, he is coming down. After Mr. Perez Velasquez, we have Mario Santizo. Tyler Carr. Next, Mr. James Velasquez. And finally, Mr. Alan Sandoval. Ladies and gentlemen, each one of these wrestlers wrestled in one or two or sometimes all three of the matches that it took to take home the, two, excuse me, the 2017 State Dual Meet Wrestling Championship. While they're up here, I would like to invite two back to the podium who also scored individual state championships this past weekend. We'll recognize Rashad Stratton and Blake Chambers. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2017 Delaware State Champion, Division I State Champion, Sussex Central Golden Knights Wrestling Team.
next we have a special presentation. I'd like Dr. Jay Owens, please come to the uh, podium, please. Good evening. Thank you, Mr. Steele. Very excited to speak to you tonight about the district's inaugural special education week. I first want to thank Dr. Statler here to my left. Uh, Dr. Statler is the not only a board member, but the chair of our special education task force. Um, her leadership with the task force has played an integral role in the development of this week's events. The members of the task force include Regina Izzo, who joined me on stage just a second ago, Laura Hattier, Kelly Vickers, Paige Lyons, Sally Benner, and Lee Argo, and Jessica Hudson. The task force is a group that works to celebrate the successes of special education in our district and also find way, finds ways to strengthen services for our families and our community. Dr. Statler's vision in collaboration with the Department of Special Services has been a tremendous, has been tremendous and Special Education Week has been a personal vision of hers and we are very, very proud to make this a reality. I know I can speak for both of us when I say that we hope that the recognition, this recognition will continue for many years to come. This week is an opportunity for our district to promote and celebrate special education services, special education programs, and special education teachers who make it possible for students with disabilities to reach their full potential. One of the most exciting events of this week is to honor those within our district who positively impact our students with disabilities on a daily basis. Recently, nearly 300 staff members from the district nominated 133 of their colleagues as ambassadors for special education services. From those nominated, 16 individuals were selected as this year's 2017 special education ambassadors. As you will hear, these individuals have a tremendous impact on our students every day. At this time, I would like to honor those chosen, and I'll read their names, and if you could, please hold your applause to the end, because what I'd like to do is through the nomination process, their colleagues have submitted testimonials about the impact that they've made within their schools. And I'd like to read just a small sample of that. So I want to make sure you have an opportunity to hear about the impact that these folks made, and then we'll honor them all at the, the end. So as I read your name, if you could just join me at, uh, at the podium up here to my right. First, Sharon Lawrence. Sharon is a special education coordinator at East Millsboro. Sharon is a passionate educator that inspires both students and staff, igniting their passion for learning. She has worked in fourth grade kindergarten as a special education coordinator all while at East Millsboro. As a special education coordinator, she educates parents while encouraging them to be supporters and advocates of their children. Her dedication and devotion for her field speaks to her passion for inclusion for all. Ms. Sue Scholtai. Sue leads the TAP program at the GW Carver Academy. Her daily commitment and energy to these special, special individuals is a testament to her dedication to the program and students, guaranteeing that these individuals are being sent into the world and community with necessary skills and experiences to lead productive, successful lives. Sarah Heineke. Sarah is a certified occupational therapy assistant. Sarah is a strong advocate for special education students. Her dedication to find resource, resources, opportunities, and knowledge has proven to be quite an asset to our school 
through the redesign of a new playground. Colleen Barrett. Colleen is a special education coordinator at the Georgetown Kindergarten Center. She's a hardworking special education coordinator who also pushes into the classroom to support teachers and students. She truly advocates for the needs of her students with special needs and leaves no stone unturned. She works collaboratively with students and supports the teachers through the IEP process. George Schwetner. George is a special education teacher at Georgetown Middle School. He truly believes in his students and strives every day to give them the best learning opportunity. He diligently works with them daily to help them achieve not only their academic goals, but life goals as well. He has high expectations for his students and ensures that each is being challenged. He has a great relationship with his students, parents, and provides weekly update by, updates by calling home. He is always willing to go the extra mile for his students. Helen Morrow. Helen is a special education teacher at Howard T. Ennis. Helen goes above and beyond to create a great learning experience for her students. She works hard to ensure each of her students gets every opportunity to learn while helping them diminish undesirable behaviors. She is the kind of teacher many of us look up to. Sally Benner. Sally is a, has dedicated her entire life to helping students with disabilities. She is willing to go above and beyond to make sure each student and parent feel valued by taking the time to get to know each student, forming relationships with her students and their families to gain a clear understanding of their special needs and goals. Christina Holmes. Christina is a special education teacher at John M. Clayton Elementary. As an ILC teacher, Christina is very invested in her special education students. She always strives to make sure her students have what they need to be ready learners. She truly cares about their success of each child and creates a culture of acceptance and understanding in her class. Her students thrive in her classroom. Casey Abbott. Casey is a special education teacher at Long Neck. As the three to five ILC teacher, Casey's kind spirit, love for her students, and bubbly personality ensures her students feel loved, welcome, and encouraged every day. She is intensely committed to assuring that her students are not just her students, but are included in all classrooms, all activities, and are challenged. She always figures out a way to make it work. Casey inspires me to never accept they can't do it as an answer or an excuse. Linda Brown. Linda is a special education teacher at Lord Baltimore. I cannot think of any other person who is more passionate about respecting differences and supporting special education students. As a defender of students, she supports equal access, appropriate accommodations, and stands vehemently in the corner of her students to help them be successful. Linda is actively involved in Special Olympics. Project Unify is our lead for Respect Day at LB. Mary O'Neill. Mary is a paraprofessional at Millsboro Middle School. Miss O'Neill goes out of her way to support students. She comes to the gym to greet students every morning, allows those who do not do well in the cafeteria to eat lunch in the library with her daily. Mrs. O'Neill is a mentor to many, and you can see her love and dedication for her students just by watching her interactions. She is the most giving person I know and always has a smile on her face. She has gone above and beyond to help ensure we are giving our students all the supports they need to be successful. Joanna Hudson. 
Joanna is a special education teacher at North Georgetown Elementary. Her mindset that all students can learn and be their best is what makes her such an outstanding educator and true advocate. She is constantly seeking ways to help students meet, the, meet their successes. She engages in lots of research and reading and helps her students with disabilities to find new ways to reach her students. Christine Morrison, Phillips C. Shall Elementary. Christine lives and breathes special education. Her excitement is inspiring. She listens to our concerns, goes out of her way to find the answers. She supports the staff with new ideas to help with accommodations, modifications, and goal writing. She works tirelessly to make sure that our kids are getting what they need, and she firmly believes that all students can learn. She has changed my life substantially. Jesse Steele. Jesse is a special education at Selbyville Middle School, special education teacher at Selbyville Middle School. He goes above and beyond in his role as a special educator, promoting success for not only special education students, but all students he works with. He spends time creating positive, genuine relationships with his students and their families. Our students benefit from their expertise, calm demeanor, and his positive attitude. On numerous occasions, he has said, I don't have kids of my own, so for nine months, these are my kids, and I will do what I have to do for them. Marjorie Atkins. Marjorie has been a special education coordinator and teacher for 17 years. She's currently at Southern Delaware School of the Arts. She truly is an advocate for students with disabilities. She looks at each child individually and focuses on their strengths, as well as providing them with appropriate accommodations to meet their needs. Melissa Glazier. Melissa is a special education teacher at Sussex Central High School. She is an outstanding educator whose primary, her primary objective is the academic and social well-being of her students. Melissa goes above and beyond to establish a positive rapport with her students. They always seek her out for support. Her warm and approachable personality provides her the ability... <laughs> Margie? <laughs> Margie's going to beat you to it, Melissa. This is Marjorie. <laughs> Melissa goes, this is Melissa Glazier, Sussex Central. She goes above and beyond and her positive rapport with her students, they always seek her for support. She is always professional and polite and takes the time to get to know the student's family over the course of the year. And finally, we wanted to honor one last person, our honorary ambassador this year. Um, you've already seen him once, and Mr. Phil Schulte. Phil, if you could join us. Those of you that aren't aware, um, Phil, this is his 42nd year. I think we mentioned that uh, in, in, in teaching. He's retiring this year. But you may not know, all of those years have been taught teaching students with disabilities. And that's a tremendous testament to his character um, beyond what we've heard about here on the, on the mat. From 1975 to 1976, he was the first high school certified special education teacher at Indian River High School. In 1976, he transferred to Sussex Central, where he taught core classes. In 1980, he focused on math and history. He was one of two special education teachers in the entire building. In 1990, he started a new program, the Intensive Learning Center, 
where students were in his room all day except for the elective classes. And finally, from 2004 until now, he has been involved in ILC teaching math and science here at Sussex Central. Please join me in giving these tremendous teachers a pair of round of applause.
The next item on the agenda is for public comment. The board allows 15 minutes at the beginning and 15 minutes at the end of each regularly scheduled board meeting for anyone in the audience who wishes to make a public comment. The first speaker is uh, Dave Rementer. Sir, you have three minutes. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I need that long, though. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I thank you, first of all, for giving the opportunity to come pray for you this evening. And let's bow our heads in prayer. Almighty God, Lord of heaven and earth, the creator of life and breath, the sustainer of all things, I thank you for the privilege of prayer and the throne of grace, and for the unfailing love that you have given us. And may each board member here be blessed as they walk, the, the, the walk by faith, and give each member insight and discernment and decision matter, guide their hearts, direct them, and protect them, and give them wisdom and the power from on high to do great things for our school district. May this board honor you in all they do and be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Marcy Ginsburg. Good evening, members of the board, administrators, teachers, parents, and members of the community. I am so proud to speak here as the former teacher for John M. Clayton Elementary School as an art educator for the Indian River School District. I am speaking for all the visual arts, music, and dance teachers in our district. I see the impact that the arts and music education has on our students. A school day at John M. Clayton Elementary is filled with rigorous instruction in every classroom. When students enter the art room, they're prepared and ready to ignite their creativity. Our students are so excited to get their hands dirty with paint, clay, problem solve, and integrate their classroom learning using new mediums. I already have a very limited budget when it comes to ordering supplies. Without art supplies, our students will miss out on these opportunities. The anticipation our students get as I introduce a new project, their gears begin turning and the classroom is flooded with excitement. Some students look forward to the arts, music, and dance classes more than any other class that they go to. There are students who excel in math, in reading, in science, social studies, while others are already on an artistic path. My philosophy will always be the arts are fundamental in developing critical thinking skills in all subject areas. The skills they learn in my classroom are the ones they will use throughout their life, how to implement classroom subject learning into something creative. Think of your smartphones, the clothes you wear, the advertisements plastered on TV, and social media. These things would not be designed but without artists. Without the funds, our students would miss out on the opportunity to be creative and thrive in today's visual world. If our class sizes increase, students will not get the personal learning experiences to challenge one another. Every year, we host art shows throughout the districts for parents to come see and community members. 
Students get to show off their talent to their families, members, and the community using the standards that we teach to present their work that is linked to classroom learning. I'm here to support the referendum. Please consider everyone how important it is to foster a child's creative side and how imperative supplies are for all of our programs. Sometimes that 45 minutes a day or even just, sorry, a week is the time that they look forward to the most. Thank you. Thank you. Greg Goldman. My name is Greg Goldman. First, I'd like to acknowledge everybody that was given awards tonight. That's a pretty amazing accomplishments that we've seen from the schools and our students and teachers and volunteer coaches and, and everything else involved. It's pretty, pretty incredible to see that at one board meeting. I can only imagine how it is at every board meeting going through the accomplishments. Uh, I also want to reach out to the board and plead my case to please uh, have, bring Mr. Steele on as the superintendent full time. I think he's done a fantastic incredible, I can't even say it enough, amazing job reaching out to the public, making himself available. I mean, I've seen him numerous times given his talk. Uh, I think he's done an incredible job explaining, simplifying, making sure people understand what the importance of the referendum is. And I also want to talk to the, to the public about how important the referendum is as well. I, whatever issues there may be, I don't understand how increased class sizes is going to solve the problem. We have to pass this referendum. I think it's critical. I have three young children, two that are in kindergarten, just starting. Their teachers are incredible, amazing people. They have 24 kids in their class, and there's five classes at Lord Baltimore Kindergarten. I, and they do it by themselves. I can't, I, you couldn't pay me a million dollars a year to do what they have to do. And they do it making it look effortlessly. I absolutely think the public needs to consider the children that will be affected by this. I have 12 years to, of, of schooling for my girls, and I have upcoming another 12 for my son. And I, I, cannot, I, I cannot stress enough how important it is to make sure that this referendum passes, because I see it as my children's future being damaged. Not only that, I think the most important issue is, is the economic impact to our area if we lose 150 jobs, as we've heard, on top of the fact that we might be losing even more because of state budget cuts. We're not a big community. We need to come together and, and work together to make it a better place. And eliminating jobs is not the way to get, that's gonna make anybody any money, any good, any, anything at all. I'm a business owner, I'm a property owner, and I'm happy to pay what the, the referendum is asking them for. Thank you. Thank you. Figure is Bob Mallory. Okay. Bill Foy. Did I pronounce it right? Fox. Fox, I'm sorry. Good afternoon. My name is Bill Fox, and I'm addressing the board tonight for the lack of oversight from the entire board. In your tenor, or most of your tenors, what has happened to our entire school district from principals 
raping students, from teachers raping students, from improprieties from other teachers that were principals and fired, from illegal aliens with student aides uh, that were in a sexual relationship, your federal lawsuit, and a whole host of other things. But you know what? The referendum is needed money. But, as Mr. Steele said, it's still not enough money. And until you handle the evils and ills that have gone on in all of your tenors, nothing will change, no matter how much money we throw at it. Nothing will change. Unless you get a hold, as you guys being and women, being the bosses of teachers who come online and publicly ridicule the no votes and their reasons, saying that we don't care about kids. I have five kids, five in your system. I don't like your system. Your system is broken. It needs fixed. He's taken the steps, and you guys have taken the steps to, to remedy it with the auditor. But the auditor didn't give him your, he didn't give the full blessing. Time will tell if what you guys are doing is going to change things. I don't believe it from past history. See, how we gauge students is their past history may provide to what to see their future may be their outcome from their education. What you've educated me on in the last eight years is that we have a track record here, a culture that needs to be broken in Indian River, a culture. So when people that come on Facebook and degrade and belittle everybody else who wants to vote knows for different reasons, we know you need money, but you know what? Get your affairs in order and I'll give you anything you want. I'll come to your school, give you construction paper. I'll give the basketball team a free ride. I'll do all the things that you guys need for your extracurricular activities. I'm all for it. I'm all for our community. But when the community gets divided from threats from the school board, we're going to have to lay off students, our teachers. We're going to have to get rid of programs. 30, we're going to have to do this. 30 seconds. Okay? I'm not buying it because school is going on since the beginning of time, and it's going to go on. What you need to do is fix Indian River, and I don't have a problem giving you $10,000. That's all I have to say. Jackie Sloanen. Good evening. I was born and raised in Sussex County and attended IRSD. I can not only speak to my own personal experiences, but have also been privy to many conversations from parents, teachers, I stress that, teachers, and taxpayers pr privately for their disdain for this district. <clears throat> this is why I have chosen to speak up and demand more as our children, educators, and taxpayers deserve more. There are many reasons why I and others have decided to take this stance. I assure you it did not start with the former CFO Patrick Miller, but he is a piece of the puzzle that we are all putting together. Over the years, I have listened to parents and teachers alike express their own issues for many different reasons. I have been angered, but more saddened for them, as they have both stated that they are afraid to speak up, whether it be because their children would become targets or for fear of losing their job. I can no longer sit back and not advocate for them. I see groups of individuals who want nothing more 
them to do what is best for the kids, but out of fear they feel like they cannot speak up. In order to do what is best and, what, and to really put education first, changes need to happen. There's a common denominator among us all, and that is the lack of trust within the district, which is rightfully earned. Change needs to be seen. Plans should have been examined, exhausted, and implemented prior to the second referendum. There needs, there needs to be more transparency. Where was the outreach prior or even after the audit? <clears throat> I personally saw no effort of outreach prior to the second referendum. There sure was quite a bit after the fact and has been lackluster to say the least. This district, the district efforts, <clears throat> efforts to sell me something did not work. So for many reasons, I choose to go to bat for the kids teachers and taxpayers. And that is better leadership, accountability, communication, and transparency. Better leadership was certainly missing when I attended Indian River. And especially in the past year alone, not only was it missing, but the leadership was negligent from the top down. This past year, I have seen no accountability or positive communication, minus a 42-page PowerPoint on the district's website, where on page 12 and 13 were corrective actions that was nowhere near communicating properly. Bullet points do not equal a plan. Could be's and what ifs do not make it fact. What a fact is, for me personally, is raise more questions as to what is really going on and prompted me to do some independent research. We all know the definition of transparency. I can add to that, is, which is part of it, which is visibility and accessibility of information. So become that as a district. When you have nothing to hide, you hide nothing. I cannot blindly support this district as you have done for so many years at the expense of our children, educators, and taxpayers. The district. Time. Three minutes. So I can't finish. No. Chad Zook. My vote is no. Thank you for your time. Um, I think I'd like to start out by saying uh, from one referendum to the other, I think the, the rollout of this one, um, I find that whoever is responsible for the, the amount of information and the amount of knowledge that we are getting before this one um, and to make it more of a public forum, I commend you for that. Um, I have learned a lot more about where we stand and where uh, we are going. It's, pro it's caused me to do a little bit more research. Um, I urge everyone to take the opportunity of the, the great World Wide Web and to go on the State of Delaware website and look at your district and look at the other districts. And you'll see that we fall in line per pupil um, right in the average for the rest of the districts in Sussex County of what we spend per pupil. And when, when I see what our tax rate will be and the, the increase uh, of, a, of approximately $100 per, uh, per individual or, or property owner, um, and then I hear about transparency and I hear about um, comments on Facebook 
the infighting, you're for it, you're against it, it bothers me because as individuals we should all strive to do better every day. That's all we can do. We cannot, I cannot look at this board and expect each and every one of you up there to be perfect. I can't expect as, in, as the administrators in the Indian River School District to be perfect. I can't expect the teachers to be perfect. But what I do expect is that every morning that everybody wakes up, you try to do better today than you did yesterday. And voting for this referendum is going to give us the opportunity to do better than what we have. So I'm in support of the referendum because I'm in support of all of us having the opportunity to realize our, our potential. I'm emotionally driven when I, when I stand up here and I listen 30 to... 30 seconds. Thank you. Listen to folks um, for and against it, but I recognize the fact that we are all individuals. We all do care about the kids. And I, I'm certain that on Friday morning, pass or not pass, that we will all look to the future and these kids. And that's what I'm hopeful for. God bless you all. Thank you. Nathan Greenley. My name is Nathan Greenlee, and I speak on behalf of all the students here. I'm a senior at Sussex Central. And the one thing that I find at Central is that it's more than just a place of learning. It's, it's like a home. There's more opportunities here than um, I know than any other school. We offer an abundance of AP classes as well as IB classes. But more than that, it's the programs that drive Sussex Central to uh, the top. Um, and personally, with the programs, I find that the students are able to find their passion. I like to think of Sussex Central kind of as a college in a way that everyone is different and everyone can find their pathway and they can pursue that dream. Um, I know for me in this school, um, I discovered the mock trial team and I've been doing it for four years and um, in the past two years we've been state finalists. Um, and with that, I have decided to pursue a career in law, and it wouldn't, and I would not have that passion or that motivation to pursue that career if it had not been for the programs at Sussex Central. And with this referendum coming, if it does not pass, programs will be cut, and with that, opportunities will be cut for the students. And with opportunities cut for students, that means no motivation. The students don't have um, something that they're good in, something that they're interested in. This won't be um, a home for them. And I find that Sussex Central is a home, and, it, and more than that, Indian River is a home for all of their students. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Megan Brown.
for myself. <laughs> um, I'm going to set a timer on my phone because I'm talkative. Okay, three minutes. <laughs> uh, we are transplants. I'm proud to admit that. We came from Cecil County, Maryland, and our son has uh, high-functioning autism. And the school district where we are from was awful. Uh, we paid twice the tax rate there that we pay here. And uh, pretty much we're told no at every IEP meeting, what we could not have, what we could not try, what we could not do. And uh, to the point where we pulled him from school and decided to homeschool him, he was bullied. They denied it. Uh, it, was, it was a horrible experience all around. Um, a team of lawyers actually said they would take our case and pay to send him wherever we chose for him to go. And there was nowhere where we are. So uh, my parents have a house here and they said, come stay in our house and try out the district and what else do you have to lose? So we walked away from our house and we plopped ourselves here and I'll never forget driving over the Indian, Indian River Inlet Bridge and it was after Labor Day and we were coming here, like just walked away from our home and I cried and I said, it's a ghost town. There's nobody here. <laughs> I, I hated it and was miserable. But um, since coming here, we had, uh, in the summer before we moved, we had a meeting with LB, and it was a three-hour meeting, and Kelly Vickers was the special education coordinator at the time, and we could not have felt better about every option presented to us, and the fact was we had options. We weren't told no. We were asked what we wanted for our son, and that was the first time we had ever even heard that. Um, so we chose to stay here. He had the best year of his life every wrong that was done to him was righted. Um, and here's what we renters have become now. I've seen some disparaging things about, what about those renters? Well, my parents pay property taxes on the house. We rented from them. And um, we as renters have started up the Challenger Division here, which is a special education little league that my husband and I run. I am on the baseball board of directors with Mr. Byerly. I help run the special education parent council for the district. Um, our children are thriving here. They are uh, full-time community members, as are we. Um, we shop here. We spend our money here. We love it here. I, I can't say enough good things about this district and what it has meant to our family and our son. 30 seconds. 33 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm keeping track. And um, I just wanted to say I started college as an education major, and halfway through they had us do observations, and I dropped out because I said, I can't do this. These people are crazy. And uh, <laughs> I give these teachers all the credit in the world. Mr. Schwentner, who was recognized today as his teacher right now, phenomenal teacher. Um, I can't say enough about this district, and I will happily pay $8 a month to make sure it continues to thrive. Time. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. Ms. White. Good evening, board. My name is Chris White, and I am a local business owner um, just south of here. And just to give you a little bit of background, I have lived in all three counties in Delaware, as well as two other states, and my kids have gone to schools in all those counties in those states. I tell you what, we're pretty lucky to have the people that we have here in our districts because I've been a part of bad districts and I tell you, this is a great district. I commend uh, Mr. Byerly and Mr. Steele for the job that they've done. So great job. 
I have one daughter who graduated from Indian River. She's graduating college in three years. My son is graduating from Indian River this year. In my small business, I have two Sussex Central graduates who are both my top employees. And I wouldn't be where I am today without graduates from Indian River High School or Sussex Central High School. And as far as the board and district, I think you guys have done an incredible job. We have one of the lowest tax rates in the county. And the way I look at it is we have always done more with less. In addition, I saw the special investigation report that was released by Tom Wagner today. I read that, and he commended everyone up here on the stage for their action since the audit. And I have the report here. If anybody would like to have that, I'll leave it up here on the podium. But I encourage everyone, if they're on the fence about voting for this, to go ahead and read that. But also, I have a message for people against the referendum. Why let the actions of one or so few people affect the lives of thousands of students and possibly the elimination of 140 jobs. Think of the impact that'll have on families and community. I hear lots of people voting against it because money taken and no action taken. Patrick Miller is currently being investigated by the Attorney General and it's out of the hands of the district. In addition, he is covered by a state pension, again, which is out of the hands of the district. If you have an issue with him getting his pension, get in touch with your local senators and representatives. The total money that was misallocated was about $150,000, and the district is seeking over $7 million. That's only 2%. So regardless of his actions, the referendum is still necessary. I personally have volunteered to be a part of this community oversight committee to ensure this will not happen in the future. And for all these other people that are posting things on Facebook, my recommendation is to get involved. 30 I'm seconds. sick and tired of people bashing the district and they're not getting involved. I've run for district. I have been the president for several boosters clubs and my recommendation is get involved if you don't like what's happening. In closing, I would like to give you a quote from Confucius. If your plan is one year, plant rice. If your plan is 10 years, plant a tree. If your plan is 100 years, educate a child. Please go out and support the referendum on Thursday. Thanks for your time. Thank you. The last speaker for this segment is John Vogel. First of all, I want to thank you, all these people, the teachers, the community, for letting me talk. Um, the world can be cold, the world can be hard and unforgiving. And believe me, I know that. We all know that. Life isn't fair. Things go wrong. We learn from it. We change. And Mr. Steele, you've done a fantastic job, so thank you for that. You were great on live, by the way. Um, what I really wanted, you know, my whole life I wanted to teach. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to make a difference. In high school, though, I decided, let's go with money. Let's make money not a difference. So I became an investment banker, did that for 15 years, hated every minute of it. Worked long hours, thought I had everything I could have and needed. Not that I needed I wanted it. My family did, too. In 2011, I lost my five-year-old daughter to cancer. She was five. She was sick for three months. That was it. 
world's cold, hard, it, it's not fair. So at that moment I decided to make a difference and not money. And I became a teacher. So I worked for two years as a para, put myself through school, be getting a master's degree, was a bartender, server, worked 70 hours a week, didn't see my wife or my other kids, but I wanted to make a difference in the life of children. My dream came true, I'm working at LB as a fifth grade teacher, and it's amazing. I didn't care about money, I cared about children. So right now, my life, my family's lifestyle has changed drastically. But you know what, I want to change it for the world. Um, today I got to talk about technology to students. I got to get the aha moment from an entire classroom of kids while I taught them how to multiply fractions. Before I was just making millionaires money. I want to change what I just did today for the world. Um, I tutored, after that I took all my kids to the bus, I tutored for another hour with math. After that I met with a, uh, a parent for another half an hour. Rushed home, ate, it was six o'clock by then, and rushed right here. Once again, want to change it. I'm not here to defend my job. I don't want to lose my job, obviously. But if I do, I do. All right? How do I say it? Um, it's an honor to teach your children. I mean, it really is. Um, to be their coach, to tell, to tell them, pick them up when they fall down, to be their teacher, to get that aha moment. And believe me, I take the, I'll take the greed in that. And to be, I did that. Um, and be their surrogate parent when you're not here for them. But I am, keeping them safe. I'm putting a band-aid on their seconds. hands. Thank you. Um, when you're all at work. Most parents are fantastic. And I moved here and loved it. It didn't matter if you're a lawyer, a doctor, a plumber, or a bus driver. Um, we were all the same, we were all equal. I'm not voting to keep my job. I'm voting for your children. Thank you. Thank you. item on the agenda is new business, uh, school choice applications. Mr. Lewis. Good evening, board <coughs> uh, members. Uh, this evening we have a total of uh, 11 applications for the 16-17 school year. Seven of those have been accepted and four rejected due to And then we also have to present the 17-18 school choice applications as well. Questions? Make a motion to accept. Second. I'd like to make a motion to table the 1718 applications until after executive session. Is there a second? Second. We have a motion, second to table to after executive session. All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, we'll have uh, this deferred to executive session. As far as the 1617 applications? Make a motion to accept the second. Second. Okay. Motion made is second. Any further discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank, Thank you. you. 
Okay, the next item on the agenda, 403, is North Georgetown Elementary Cafeteria Tables. Good evening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on your board docs, you will find a quote for new cafeteria tables for North Georgetown Elementary School. Uh, the current tables are 20 years old and are beginning to cost more and more money to keep them up and running and operational. The torsion bars um, are going bad, the spring lifts, so it takes two custodians to lift them up and move them around. Uh, the cost for the new tables is $57,712.02, uh, and the new tables will be completely funded by the Nutrition Services budget. This would require a motion and approval of the board. From your budget? Yes, sir. Okay. Are there any questions? We would need a motion. Motion to approve. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you. Thank you. Southern Delaware School to Yards feature removal. Uh, President Briarly and uh, board members, we had a request um, presented to the Buildings and Grounds Committee from the Southern Delaware School of the Arts uh, to remove the gym bleachers in the gymnasium. Uh, I don't anticipate there to be any costs or, or be minor costs and be covered under uh, minor cap. Uh, part of the problem with the bleachers in the gymnasium is that they're deemed to be unsafe and, and maybe perhaps not ADA um, certified. Dangerous. Okay. This, was, this was discussed at Building and Grounds. Does anyone have any questions? Need a motion? So moved. Is there a second? Second. Okay, we have a motion made and a second to remove the bleachers. All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you, Mr. Booth. You're doing, I guess you're doing the next one too. Georgetown Elementary Stormwater Improvements. Yes, sir. Um, President Byerly, this is a, um, a, a little more of a situation that I've tried to keep the board informed about. But the pond that was installed um, in the Georgetown Elementary um, expansion um, is not working. Uh, the Department of Natural Resources have, have asked us to correct the situation so that all water <coughs> is out of the pond within 48 hours. Uh, and able to do that, we have to uh, seek professional help. Um, we had a quote from uh, two ar architects, we discussed this at Buildings and Grounds Committee two weeks ago. Uh, it was recommend, recommended and, and is my recommendation that we go with CDA engineering. Hopefully in your board packet you have uh, quotes from both engineers and I seek approval tonight. Um, I want to continue on the, uh, the, the schedule, the timing schedule because that's what's been notified to Department of Natural Resources. So if I can get an answer tonight, it'll keep us on schedule. Okay. We've already paid, uh, you know, someone to uh, diagram what needed to be done. Yes, sir. And it failed. Yes, sir. Are those people willing to come back and uh, do it again? Basically, we had no charge because they failed in the first time? They were not willing to come back with no charge. They came back with a proposal to, to redesign uh, what had failed for $12,000. And that is why I went and got the other proposal. Okay. Mr. Booth, did they give us a reason why their design failed? 
Um, Dr. Hattier, they gave us several reasons why the design failed. Um, there's uh, some of them, um, some of them have a little credibility. Most of them, in my opinion, do not. Do we have any uh, potential way of going after them to recoup the money that it's going to take to fix what, what didn't get done right the first time? I, I um, you're asking my opinion. Yes, sir. Not being an attorney. Um, my thinking is that it, it would be very hard to prove. Um, there are uh, issues with the soils there. Um, there, are, there is a clay bottom. Um, they didn't recognize that it was there. Um, if you went after somebody, you probably have more success going after the, the geotechnical firm uh, that did the work. Uh, then the geotechnical firm would probably complain about the guidance that they were given by the engineer, and we'd have everybody talking to everyone. Uh, we did have a meeting. Um, they got uh, uh, pretty loud in there, um, and uh, this is uh, the path that I'm recommending to the board tonight: is to um, abandon the one that, uh, that that designed it the first time and go with this other firm. But I'm I. If you're asking me, I think there would be a slim chance for the board to collect any money. Mr. Booth, what is the name of the company that uh, did that? Becker Morgan. Familiar name we yeah. hear a lot. Yeah. One, one of the other issues Dr. had here, if I might continue, and we could go on all night. The Department of Natural Resources approved the plan. I know. That's they my other the concern. They approved the original plan. Uh, they are looking for... Um, a, a new plan uh, to again approve. If it fails, then we have to go back through the same thing. It just doesn't make much sense to somebody uh, like me, but that's what they're asking us to do. And I'm afraid we don't have any choice. Um, there are federal permits uh, that we got uh, to put in the project. Um, we're going under their guidelines. We're going under their approvals. And if it fails, we're told to make it better and make it work. Well, this wouldn't be the first time that the state has approved something and then made us change it again anyway. Correct. That this happens on a routine basis. That's, that's correct. Okay. And they, too, will take no responsibility for it either, will they? That's probably correct. Close enough, You're Mr. You're putting me right on the line tonight, aren't you? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, you know, it's my recommendation to the board that I think this is the best path is to take uh, and try another engineer after the six uh, projects that we just had. Mm -hmm. And I know it's all local money and it's going to cost us, um, but uh, without going step by step in my timetable, my thinking is, is that we hire an engineering firm uh, that will uh, hopefully get it right. They do know that the pressure's on to get it correct. Um, we'll go out and get prices from contractors to do the work that they're recommending, and uh, and hope, hopefully uh, everything will go well this time. Um, as I mentioned, and I, again, I tried to keep the board informed, is that we had a 150-year storm, uh, which don't, it comes around every 150 years, but it came in right after uh, this project was done and completed uh, right around September 22nd and a week later on the 29th. 
we had all that rain and that made it very easy to discover that it's just not working correctly. So it's unfortunate, um, but I think we have a, a path forward. My concern is if we hire another group and it fails, then we'll be in here again going to another one. Too many times people take advantage of what I consider the school district because it's a fat cow or whatever they want to call it. And uh, I think it's about time considering our budget and everything that we don't do this. But I, I agree. Um, I wish that uh, Denrec would agree with us also. Unfortunately, okay. they do not. So we have a recommendation. Do we have a, a motion for that? motion we accept Mr. Booth's recommendation for CDA. And as the board members pay attention to Becker and Morgan's name in the future when we're uh, yeah. looking at getting jobs done in this district, it seems too often we go to the well because we know these companies are we're familiar with. I'm very familiar with Becker and Morgan and the problems we've seen with this district. Is there a second? Second. Second. Okay. We have a motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? The motion passes with the bill. Okay, Millsborough Middle School, HVAC, control upgrade. Okay, um, Mr. Barley, uh, again, presented at Buildings and Grounds Committee uh, two weeks ago. We are looking at uh, following through on the priority list. One of those priorities was the upgrade. Uh, of the HVAC control system at Millsboro Middle. Um, we have three quotes. My recommendation to the board uh, is modern controls. They were the lowest um, quote available and they have done work for the district before and um, I think uh, will be well served. I'm just curious, there's a monster difference between modern controls and CyberLink. Did CyberLink give us an idea why they're that much more expensive? I, I did contact Cyberlick Train after the Bulls and Grounds meeting and they said that they would have to purchase other licenses and that it's not their, their system. But apparently it's a Johnson control system. Right. And I guess there's money involved when you're uh, dealing with other systems. And Modern Controls doesn't have that issue? No, neither, neither did uh, Easy. That's correct. Anyone else? We would need a motion. So, uh, so moved. Okay. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Lord Baltimore Elementary Benches. Yeah. Uh, President Barley, as discussed uh, two weeks ago at the Buildings and Grounds uh, Committee meeting, uh, during the robocalls that uh, emptied our schools out uh, by threat of bomb or, or whatever. Um, the, most schools were taking a look at their emergency evacuation routes. And particularly, Lord Baltimore looked at that they were going out uh, by the, the street, I'm sorry, I can't remember the street's name, and down around to the church around the corner. Uh, what was discovered by staff is that if they got across over the ditch in the back, that they could uh, cut the time uh, from the school to uh, their safe haven in case of an emergency. Uh, in order to do that, they need permission uh, from Banks Bennett Tax Ditch um, to be able to do some work there to allow um, the students to cross over the playground and go a more direct route. 
to the emergency shelter uh, should it be needed, hopefully never. Um, so what we're asking for is the board to allow, I think I would be signing this, maybe you, uh, sign this agreement with the tax dish to allow us permission uh, to go, go over that. There are a couple more steps, I believe, um, but I don't believe um, right now, I don't believe there's been any dollar figures put on this, um, but I do think there's call sharing, and uh, I, I don't believe it's going to cost the district anything. Okay. Anyone have any questions? We even need a motion. Make a motion. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Now we can do the, the benches. Might as well do both of them, they're, but they're similar, both schools. Yeah, I just wanted to say Principal Webb um, and her staff have been working on the, on the tax ditch. Uh, it's not been something that's happened overnight, and uh, you give them a lot of their credit. Um, the two benches are, are uh, hopefully in your packets, and they're to be donated by the Lord Baltimore uh, Lions Club. Uh, one for Lord Baltimore and the other for uh, John M. Clayton. I think they've been approved uh, before. Uh, we, Not we, we these had, particular benches, but other benches. Yeah, we had, we had the discussion, you know, the meeting, and they looked very good, you know, the benches. Yes. So we would need a motion for that. So moved. Okay, for motion made and seconded. Any discussion? Just to be clear, motions for both? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you, Mr. Booth. Thank you. Need a motion to table 501 and 502 administrative positions and referendum until after executive session. So moved. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Committee reports uh, nothing for athletic fields. Mr. Hudson is homesick. Uh, next, comprehensive school safety, Mr. Layfield. Barley, we did not have a meeting, but I'm happy to report that uh, Friday, February the 17th, we had a uh, tabletop exercise um, with the safety teams for all the schools put on by uh, SRO Joey Melvin of Georgetown Police Department and SRO Jeff Hudson. So, well attended, well received, and another reason why we're leading the state in safety measures. Okay. Any questions? Okay. Thank you. Curriculum, Mr. Hudson. At a curriculum committee, we've um, talked about the following topics. Uh, first, special education. Staff from the Department of Special Services is offering school-specific professional development to support goal writing. Schools have been, ha have been taking advantage of the support, and the feedback has been positive. Uh, teacher of the Year uh, is in progress. School committees have chosen the Teacher of the Year for each building in the district. The, the school awardees are in the process of completing the application and videotaping exemplar lessons. Uh, course catalog, college prep level courses will become the basic level of course at district high schools. Support will be in place for students with special needs. This reflects best practice across our state and ensures students have options post high school for career training programs, technical and community college or four year university experiences. Adjustments are underway uh, or under consideration for changes to the weighing formulas in our grading policy. Uh, benchmark training at elementary level. Uh, January 27th, K through five teachers received ELA curriculum training on small group instruction and leveled readers. Based upon the feedback from teachers, the benchmark training aided teachers in going deeper into instructional concepts. 
They appreciated the ongoing professional development with the new implementation. Immersion, uh, the data. Last year, our oldest immersion students took an online test to measure their Spanish language. Of the 37 students who took the test, 34 students were proficient with 27 advanced scores and 18 perfect scores. In the spring, approximately 117 immersion students in grades three and four will take the language test. Uh, secondary updates, uh, January training, the Department of Instruction offered workshops around major areas of curriculum and instructional focus. Uh, those included math, ELA, science, social studies, CTE, PE and health, and world language. That concludes my report. Thank you. Any questions? Finance will be covered when we do the financial reports later on. Uh, Mary Bailey scholarship, Mr. Fritz. Uh, this time, nothing to report. Uh, that scholarship uh, committee at Sussex Central, I would assume, would be starting to advertise that through the guides department soon. Getting into that time of the year in the next month or two, that applications will be uh, required to be submitted. Okay, thank you. Special Education Task Force, Dr. Statler. Thank you. Um, there were no parent focus group sessions held during the month of January. The next parent focus group session will be Wednesday, March 22nd at Millsboro Middle School at 6 p.m., and this will be our final session. Um, as Dr. Owens mentioned earlier dur during our presentation, um, there is a survey pertaining to special education services that has been completed by the task force, and it was launched, I believe, this morning for um, any stakeholder, whether it be school personnel, members of the community, um, teachers, parents, anybody that wants to give feedback about special education in our district is welcome to take this survey. Questions on the survey focus on uh, knowledge of special education services provided by the district, understanding of the IEP process, training of our staff, our commitment to excellence, diversity, and sources of information um, where uh, people in the community can get information about special education. As of this morning, uh, when Dr. Owens and I looked, we had almost 400 surveys completed, so we're very excited uh, to get this, this feedback that will help us in our initiatives. Of course, the highlight for this evening is Special Education Week and the recognition of our ambassadors. I personally want to thank Dr. Owens and his team uh, Melissa Kansak, Regina Izzo, and Dr. Brittingham, and others who have assisted us in making our vision a reality. I continue to be extremely proud of the good things that are happening in special education and the work of the task force, and especially our honorees this evening. Thank you. Are there any questions? Policy, Mr. Collins. On uh, February 13th at 4 p.m., the policy committee met at IREC. 11 policies were discussed, and five of those policies are being brought before you tonight as a first and second reading. Those policies being telecommunications access and acceptable use, staff relationships, written code of standards, inventory authorization, excuse me, inventory fixed assets, internal controls and financial accounting, travel authorization and expenses. I was not at the meeting. Um, I had a daughter getting her driver's license and I was preparing myself for that. So if you do have questions about the policies, I am going to defer those to uh, the appropriate persons. As you will see, the uh, last three 
were presented by Jan Steele and are a direct result of changes that we are trying to make in our policy. That I will make the motion to accept these five policies as presented. Okay. Is there a second? A second. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. IRA rep. Good evening. Evening. First, I want to thank uh, Mark Steele for uh, putting himself out there to every staff in front of every school and um, answering any of the tough questions that were put out there. It means a lot to the staff. For somebody to make the time and come to every single building and meet with every individual, no matter who it is or what questions they have, that does mean a lot to the people, whether you realize it or not. Um, also, I want to thank the board members or any other staff member who puts themselves out there whether it's at a meeting, in person, on the radio, any other media source, it's commendable to put yourself out there in front of people when there's passionate people on both sides of the issue. Um, it's, it's a tough thing to do, but it's very commendable no matter what information you're putting out there. Um, are we, I just want to let everyone know that IREA still supports this referendum no matter what. We realize that things in this district are not perfect, but we do support it. We had two call nights, and we had we called over 800 um, NEA members that live in this district. Not all of them work in this district, but they they are located in this district. Um, over 80% of the NEA members that we contacted are committed to voting yes for in support of this referendum. Um, over 100 of those that we contacted um, made it known to us that they didn't vote in the first referendum. Um, so we just want to let you know that we are doing our part also, along with everyone else who's putting themselves out there. We have over 1,600 mailers that we are sending out um, as reminders to vote in support of this. Um, it's uh, commendable also when you realize that we may be the teacher's union, but we also have administrators show up at our calling to help out. So that's pretty nice and for uh, people to do that. Um, we want to really thank Cora Booth, Robin Alexander, Mary Ann Fellini, Linda Hockman, Michelle Elliott, Ashley Broughton, Patricia Jennings, Matt Schifano, Tracy Mikowski, Vanessa Winterling, Janet Hickman, Kathy Miller, Eric Savdar, Wanda Williams, Katiba Cathel, um, Wendy Cannon. They're all there at the Hall Nights helping to get support for this restaurant, <coughs> putting themselves out there just like a lot of you guys did. Um, another thing, um, I saw a lot of award winners tonight. Uh, it was, and congratulations to all of them. You know, the support and enthusiasm I saw tonight of the special education ambassadors, the sports teams, the other award winners, just perfect, awesome. I would hope that enthusiasm carries over in support of our students who are planning to pursue a career in education. Um, the Indian River Education Association gives an education scholarship every year to one or more of our students. And historically, we give at least $1,000 to that student. Um, we want to increase that scholarship. So we're asking you guys, the audience, any community member, the board, to support that. Buy a ticket, make a donation, come out in support of our students. Um, we have tickets for sale here. 
we can sell them at the school. We take donations. You can come to the door. We're going to be at the Millsboro Fire Hall on St. Patrick's Day from 4 to 8. You buy something at the door. Even if you can't stay, show up, show your face. You know, be there for your students. That's what we're here for. So we're asking you for support for our students that are pursuing a career in education. Okay? And vote yes for referendum. Thank you. Superintendent's report, Mr. Steele. Uh, Mr. Barley, if, uh, Section 7.01 uh, activities, I provided you with a list. I'm not going to go through those individually. You look through those at your leisure. Uh, moving on, I do want to uh, recognize two uh, special program uh, recognitions. The BPA programs at both Indian River and Sussex Central had a very successful week last week. Ten students from the district, district have qualified for the Business Professionals of America National Leadership Conference in Orlando uh, on May 10th through the 14th. Seven students are from Indian River High School and three are from Sussex Central High School. And this opportunity, uh, you know, was, was uh, bestowed upon those uh, members of the BPA because of their strong knowledge uh, of the Century Business Skills and statewide competition. So congratulations to uh, both of those organizations at both high schools. Secondly, received information over the weekend, uh, the Excel program uh, will be a recipient of a Superstars in Education Award. This year, the Excel program focused on STEM and the revised gifted and talented procedures, which are now used as a model throughout the state. Uh, I rec recognize Cindy Isaacs and Dawn Keenan will be recognizing them at the next board meeting are the two individuals that worked on these standards and presented them uh, to other state gifted and talented programs as well. And finally, I did uh, put a final um, copy of the auditor's report, the official auditor's report in your packets this evening. Uh, I'd like to ask if you, you know, take the time next few days to read over that. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. Thank you, that's all. Do have any questions? Financial reports, Mr. Steele. We need a motion to pay the regular invoices for the month of January 2017. So moved. Second. Sorry. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Mrs. Steele. Yes. Hi. I just want to um, make clear to the community and to the school board, to all the employees, we have on the finance um, page of our website. Um, our financial statements are posted there. Our budget for the current year is posted there. And all the audit reports we've received so far um, are posted there. So um, we are trying to make everything transparent um, for anyone who has an interest to look at it. So check out the finance department website or web page on our website. Um, in looking at our current um, financial reports, these are as of January 31st. Um, we have received all our state funds other than um, salary funds, and salary funds are paid the second half of the year as you need them. Um, so we anticipate receiving um, about $22 million um, in additional salary funds from state salary. Um, our state revenue is about 60% of our total budget Local revenue is about 35%, and then federal grants is 5%. Um, we have received um, about 90% of the local funds. We continue to receive tax revenue 
each month. Um, it is smaller and smaller, but um, we still should um, receive about 10% of the budgeted local income through the next few months. Um, if you look at your expenditure report for all sources, we are, um, have spent about 59% of our budget, and we are 58% of the way through the year. Um, so I'm happy with that. We are pretty much on budget for the year. Um, if you look at the um, discretionary operating budget report, um, one thing I want to say, um, because the state has notified us that there is a chance we will have to return funds this year, we have um, tightened up on our spending. We are reviewing every purchase to make sure that it is um, a necessary expense. We are not allowing um, purchase orders for um, open amounts to be processed. We are requiring a list of any purchases to be included um, with the purchase order as opposed to having a purchase order open for $500 that you just spend against that. Um, so we are trying to make sure that we um, have the funds available if the state requires us to return them and the schools have been very cooperative in their purchasing and just approving um, absolute necessities. Um, the one thing I want to point out is um, the school resource officer budget line in our budget. It shows that we are over budget um, and that is due to um, a difference in budgeting. Um, when we prepared the budget last um, summer, part of that expense was moved to another budget line item. Um, as we began to pay the bills, we included it in this line item. So right now it shows that we're over budget, um, but the balance of that budget had been um, included in another line item. Um, the only other thing, um, the um, budget for the um, construction, local construction funds, we are pretty much um, finished. We are closing out a lot of those documents and feel that we will um, have two to three hundred thousand dollars available from that fund to be able to carry over to the next year. Um, Howard T. Ennis is also right on budget. Again, it's 58% of the year completed, and they're at 55.85% of the year. Um, our taxes, we have received approximately 98% of our budgeted taxes, but we are um, 300,000 less um, generated this year, I shouldn't say generated, 300,000 less paid this year than for the same, same time period last year. There is no um, interest posting for the month of January. Uh, we received that interest in the beginning of February. It's actually always posted a month behind, so it's December's interest that then we received in February, and today I received January, so we will have um, two months worth of interest in the next financial report. Um, 
There is no change to the Ingram Pond um, amount. We still have 57,000 that was there from the cutting of the trees. And um, the Board of Education report shows expenses of $5,216. Um, most of that cost was the board docks fee that we need to pay every year to allow us to put our um, reports out online for the community to see. Um, if we move on to major cap, um, right now we are, as I said before, finalizing the payments for um, the last projects. Um, the only um, funds available right now are for Howard T. Ennis projects. And then I have a listing of um, major capital um, payments that need to be approved and a listing of change orders um, as of February 8th, um, which are a credit of $3,358. Um, and then the last thing I have is um, minor cap. We have 479,000 left from last year's minor cap and um, 1.2 million for this year's minor cap to do maintenance throughout the district. And the month of January, we spent $31,280.98 of minor cap money. So I just need approval with the major cap payments. We have uh, five payments that uh, need to be approved this evening. The first four are from Georgetown Elementary. RC Fabricators, $29,719. Creative Flooring, $6,618. Union Wholesale, $10,648. Service Glass, $3,614. And the final one is for Kent, from Kent Construction for East Millsboro of $6,800. The total is $57,399, and we need a motion to pay. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? <coughs> All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Um, anyone have any questions on any of the financial reports? Any questions for Mrs. Steele? Okay, thank, thank you. you. Communications. Uh, Mr. Barley, we have three field trip. Uh, one overnight by Indian River uh, High School girls soccer for March the 10th, the 11th. An overnight trip of Sussex Central High School chorus, um, uh, concert, and band on April 28th and 29th. And an overnight trip by Subbeville Middle School Vex Robotics Team on April 19th through the 22nd to Louisville, Kentucky. I recommend we approve all three. Need a motion. Make a motion. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. We now come to the second public comment section of the board meeting. Fifteen minutes is allowed for people in the audience who wish to make a public comment. We had one person left over from the first time, Mr. Mallory, Robert Mallory. Maloney. 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 I'm sorry. 
Maloney, my apologies. No problem. I can tell you. All you have to do is remember your favorite lunch meat. Put it in every front of it. Maloney, Maloney. Okay, I'll remember that. All right, we got it. I'll remember that. All right, thank you, sir. To the school board. A lot of people come up here, put a lot of motion and everything else in it. What I want to address is the white elephant that's sitting in the room here, okay? Nobody doubts the teachers are great. Nobody wants to cut anything. Teachers shouldn't have to lose their jobs. What taxpayers are expressing to you, I'm sorry folks, is be responsible for your wasteless spending. There's a lot of it going on. 3.6 million, your own press release on your website. I showed it to you last month. I don't know if any of you read it, okay? With great foresight and everything else, you have made schools safer in that. Nah. Mr. Steele, I requested reports from him. I just wanted the ones that you have to send the numbers to the states. I got the whole list. And the guy being sent to the principal's office for disobedience to staff etc 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 they've gone up you're armed monitor whatever your terminology is okay he's not helping i went to the school the other day to pick these reports up nearly pulled my arm out of my socket why the doors are locked unexpectedly I'd never ever approached whether it be this school district or any other school district that I've been to where the front door has been locked until I found your little weathered sign that says please press button okay did somebody answer the door this outrageous money that we're paying these security people didn't greet me at the door. 30 seconds. Some little guys, excuse me, some young lady greeted me at the door. Why are we spending money like that? Question for you, sir. Under communications, okay, what is the response from the Indian River Fire Company? That should have been read at this month's meeting. Whatever your vote is, okay, doesn't matter. Quit wasting the taxpayer. Bottom line, whichever way you decide to vote. Bottom line, folks. Okay, thank you. Is there anyone else in the audience who wishes to make a public comment? Seeing none, need a motion for executive session. So moved. Is there a second? Second. All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. It's now an executive session. Personnel agenda. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Need a motion to, for personnel addendum. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? 
All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Student hearings, can we do all three? Is there a motion? Make motion to accept recommendations on all three. Second. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. And for the business, come before the board meeting adjourn. No,